0: That's Microdose.com, promo code PANTS for 30% off and free shipping.
1: Microdose.com, promo code PANTS.
0: This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil. Now streaming. Only on Hulu. Bam.
1: Well, look at us. We're back again. Well, what did you think we were gonna be doing? I'm just impressed with us. We always are diligent. We get here on time. We do have techie fuck-ups, but I think it just took us. 20 minutes exactly to use this new program. It's okay. Everybody, we're on a new program. It means nothing to you. <laughs> it means the world to our producer. I had to just get my magnifying mirror, the one that we all use to like see our, you know, the pores of our skin. And I used it as a microphone stand because that's that's where we are in life. Well. TMI. Sorry. Okay. <laughs>
0: But what are we doing today? We're doing episode um, 11 or 12 on Hulu called Looking Back.
1: And I have to tell you, this is my all time favorite episode. Most favorite episode. Hands down agree.
0: I have no, I don't have a lot of snarky comments because I was completely invested for an hour.
1: It felt real. It felt like the, the lesbian world I know and grew right. up in. Like the things I did. I don't know. It just had everything. Well, we can thank Guinever Turner, who wrote it. and uh, Thank you, Guinevere Turner. Also, thank you, Rose Troche, for directing it. I, it was, I mean, we'll
0: get into it. But there were moments where I thought, was this recreated or did they get actual
1: footage from Dinah Shore? I couldn't tell. Do you not remember how we shot the whole thing? I remember parts of it. I remember so much about this one. I don't know why. I think because I enjoyed it so much. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Then. All right. We have a cold open. Set in Los Angeles, California in 1979. I was eight. Kate was I was two. Two? Oh, about now um, is about one, maybe, because I was born at the end of 77. I I believe this was supposed to be something like the Playboy Mansion. I was confused. Do men act like that? I am not the person to ask. I've never been but to the Playboy it, Mansion. But it was the Playboy Mansion. I think so. That's how I took it. And there are three yeah. women in the in the swimming pool. They all start making out and a bunch of men gather around the edge of the pool and they're like, yeah, is that what you mean? Do they act like that? Yes. Don't you think one of the extras that were that were in the scene would have to say like, we don't do this or they're just happy to have a job?
0: Well, they agreed to the job. So I'm sure in the six years of doing this show, there were certain people that showed up on the day and realized, you know what? I actually don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm sure that happened more than once, but <laughs> well, we weren't could, there to see it, but we weren't there to see it, and clearly, whoever agreed to do this scene didn't have a problem.
1: I don't think that they were it was supposed to be like they weren't comfortable doing it. It's just like, do, do men do this to answer your question? So they must That's why I was asking you. I love that you think I'm the person to ask. That's I my know. favorite. Well, you're the only one I, who else am I going to ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the cold open. Then we're at the planet. Planet at night or plan it early morning. Can I say this reminded me of when it, this this scene did make
0: me laugh because it felt like base camp at work. We all showed <laughs> up. It probably was our call time. Marina is the catering truck making us breakfast. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like wrangling cats. You know, meanwhile, there actually is a real cat. Uh, the scene really made me laugh. And um, I think... I think uh, Bette said the name, I think she was talking about provocations and I had this thought and I'm sure it's a very
1: dated of idea. Of course she was talking about provocations. This is Sorry, a very, but...
0: very dated idea. I know I'm not the first to think it, but every time Bette says provocations,
1: you got to take a shot. Oh, that is a drinking game. It has to be. Because it's still happening in 2021. She just said it. in the I last... feel bad for the alcohol poisoning that's happening <laughs> to this audience. Listen, it means a lot to her. Okay, we all have that. Like, we have something we cling on to, like a pit bull. We won't let go. And that's provocations for bet. My goodness. She's going to be on her death bit. Provocations. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what? What are you trying to say? Provocations.
0: Oh. And then... <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so <laughs> i just I, I i really like how Marine is making sure all of us are fed at the crack of dawn for our very long dinosaur
1: our very yeah, long long drive our, to uh to palm, drive springs. To palm springs she cares about us okay we need our muffins i was actually really happy we all had a a planet cup of coffee to go because that felt real
0: and also marina felt a little butthurt jenny actually <laughs> had plans outside of her
1: it was the first time jenny's been included it was it's 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 a momentous occasion it was big but why also i guess she has to run the uh, coffee shop but why wasn't marina we're like whatever marina i thought that but marina has a job the rest of us don't really have jobs and with francesca holden the financial stuff over her head. She's got to keep working.
0: Let's not even get into the dynasty. I'm not, we're not
1: going to go. Okay, so anyway, Dana's giving Kit instructions on taking care of Mr. Piddles. Which I know that you and I That was my girlfriend. (laughs) I was like, wow. I had not experienced something like this until this relationship, but that is my girlfriend. Anyone can relate
0: to writing a novella about your pets when someone is going to be babysitting them. Mm-hmm. I could talk about the needs and desires of Mo and Charlie for 2 hours if the if
1: the pet sitter would allow it. And I know, I, but also for me, I guess I, you know, a dog, I get it like she does this, she does that, you know, feed her this way, da da da. da. But I never thought like I always thought before I had cats. Oh, you just leave a cat and no. with, with a bowl of food. Right. I know this no. is my dog-loving self admitting this. I know I know better now. Cats require so much work peg is looking at me right now they're a lot and I
0: love my cat but boy they're you can't because you can't bring them anywhere right and and they're all so specific they all need things (laughs) that are different from one another and boy do they ever and if you don't give it to them they get pissed off and they do naughty things it's they're I mean they make me laugh but they're a lot of work
1: yeah but they're a great you know all worth it but it's been a big
0: learning curve for me yeah anyway and Dana spoke to my heart in this scene. I completely Me too. Am.
1: And I know, and I thought of you. Thank you. So the girls, they're all gone to uh, Palm Springs for the the great Dinah Shore weekend getaway.
0: You know what's nice? What? You know what's nice is that it looks like Tina is finally going to have some fun with the kids. Because clearly we're the kids. She gets to... Yeah. L- this is the kid episode. Yeah, and- this is the fun episode yeah and she even she high-fives Shane at some point and I for the first time saw a genuine smile on her face
1: I know it was it was exciting to see her you know and bet of course isn't going no she she's pro- busy provocations baby she does and uh the other thing that's about to happen is uh we're oh there was the whole thing about my period I was like I get my period that I was like okay we got it Alice isn't pregnant. I forgot Ann Archer was hitching a ride with the gang. Yeah, so she's hitching a ride, which was great. She must live somewhere near Palm Springs. I like how Lenore finally was... Like, she had Integrates clearly, herself into the group. Well, not that. It's clear that Alice
0: told her mom, hey, don't mention the fact that I might be pregnant because Bett and Tina just had this thing. And Lenore was able to keep a secret.
1: Oh, that's true. I didn't even look at it that way. You're right. One for Lenore. Okay, so we're in the van, and here we go. This is why, for me... You had a cold. I had a cold. <laughs> that was pretty pretty obvious the whole time. You and Tina had the um, fun job of
0: uh, exposition.
1: Yes, about what the HRC is. And what the Dinosaur is. And what Dinosaur Weekend is. Yeah. But that's okay. That's what this, this show was for back in the day. Teaching people... About the lives of les- lesbians. I couldn't even say it. Okay, so here's what, why this was goes down in the my book of the greatest show ever. When we filmed this, it was like, I always call, call them the clown car episodes. This one was the ultimate for me. So we each had like something to do in the car, right? The, every time somebody started speaking, <laughs> we lost our shit laughing. <laughs> you remember that? Kate, because there's a, like, there's sort of a serious vibe to the, me in that scene where I'm driving. And it's only because I remember I had a turn. I was like, Mia, you guys, like I had because the crew was, because we're in those cars and I kept, we kept losing our shit. And then I'd start crying, laughing. And I tried the line again and I tried the line again. I tried the line again. And like, literally they're on the walkies, like you guys, you have to get, get the line out, get the line out. So like, I had to like, re- you know, when you like think like dead puppies, dead puppies to get through the scene. Did
0: Roseland come on to set and come on the mic and say, now girls, I know this is fun.
1: No, I think it was Rose Trochet. I
0: mean, and it sh- was like, yeah.
1: I had to go so serious in my head to speak. During the Dinah Shore exposition? All of it. All of it. All of it, and and Laurel had it, and then Mia was super. Mia was like the culprit of that car.
0: Oh, you can't in no. getting
1: everyone, and you had nothing to say, so you got to kick back. And guys, every it was so. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to. Oh no, Mia, uh, get through.
0: Mia could kill you in a scene where you just cannot get out your dialogue,
1: and you can feel it. Like I was driving, oh, yeah. but I could feel her starting to snicker. <laughs> anyway, there's nothing harder. Or there was nothing harder.
0: (sighs) All I remember is we were, we were so, we knew that we were shooting a a road trip episode to Dinah Shore. And for weeks leading up to it, we were dying to um, do a sing-along to the Indigo Girls. Yes. And we were waiting for the rights. And they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like and, and production was saying, well, you know, we need to think of alternatives if we can't get them. And all of us were like, no, it has no. to be the Indigo Girls. Yes. It has to be the song. And so yes. when the moment
1: came to shoot it. Yeah. I mean, funny enough, I mean, when I had a boyfriend in high school, I would make out <laughs> to that record. And I was like, God, I love this record. Did you? Did Ani DeFranco come on afterward? No, she, that was your, you were an Ani DeFranco person. That was more my area. I was already in, yeah, anyway. Anyway, well,
0: well, back to the, back to the, well, since you're bringing up boyfriends, let's talk about the coming out stories because that's what this whole thing launches into. And they're the greatest thing. Was this art imitating life for you? Because it seemed autobiographical.
1: Well, kind of, I didn't start a band in high school, which I was so excited to shoot this scene. Did you have a say in your in your story? There were a couple of things that that do have to do with my personal life that I was like, "Whoa!" When I watched it today, that I was like, "That's trippy." Did I have a say in what in in the story? Did the writers come no. to you, or did they just conjure think, that up no. on their own without no? Your they input? knew that I did music, so I think they were just like, "This would be a funny flashback." I loved how edgy. Alice was in high school. Not edgy. She was aggro. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lenore was like, "Remember that? I look like a nightmare child. You, you, were, you were. She was.
0: She was like manic. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's know true. Why. But but it was so well done because all it takes is that one girl to make your head spin. And That's it. Make you see the world differently from there That's on it. out.
1: I thought, I thought what was funny is it looked like me and Cam (laughs) later, (laughs) which wasn't happening yet. I I know. That's what I thought. Like Foreshadowing. I actually thought, I I actually, even the girl kind of looked like Cam. I
0: thought to myself, is this Cam? And then I realized, no, because this was done in 2003. (laughs) (laughs) So the L word was actually giving you, um, you know,
1: a prediction in your life later Uh on nuts yeah it takes but that one girl doesn't it the great moment is when you guys,
0: when you guys start making out on stage and they do a, and it pans over to the boyfriend who's just like <laughs> like what? <laughs> I know. and then he finally is like eh, it's
1: good all right um <laughs> I loved I could have a whole like butter like spin-off for just a split second I wanted to see what happened to everybody Butter. I it was so funny, butter. Great, what a name. great name for a band. So great. Okay, so, so then we hear Dane is coming out story. Dane is coming out story, which was also which I think is my favorite. Hilarious with a digital face.
0: Well, the best moment. You're Like who? She's like, I can't tell you because she's famous now. No, but the best. Co- the best edit is when she got, when she says she had the most beautiful eyes you've ever seen, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then <it's> the sublor <laughs> face and then she goes i love you beep but you can tell the name is stephanie <laughs> no. you can read her lips it's the origin of dana's trauma but so, it's so well done i know oh god best episode but then we get back to the adults and um if that's what you want to call us i mean no we're not the adults we're back at the cic with the adults because oh Beth...
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: sorry
1: Okay. So, okay. All right. Mm. You and I, you know, we do, we, we DIY. Okay. I do not walk around with one
0: knew, tape. measure. I knew you were going to say this. God, I knew it bothered it. me. I
1: knew it. You know what it is? You know, reality of a tape measure. It's yeah. It's never around when you need it. You're like, where the fuck did I put? Ah, and then it's like always in it. It's it, who, who, but a real construction person. I guess she's supposed to be, but that's all she had clipped to her.
0: This is okay. These are the Where's two the things. Where's the rest I, if you're going to do that?
1: These are the two things
0: I got from it. First of all, I appreciate that Bette's desk looks lived in. I really okay. like that. Okay. It well, was, it, was, it, was, it was like, okay, yeah, this woman, it, it just felt real to me. And as for the, the lone tape measure, which I knew you were going to bitch about, I will say to her defense. Why? Why did you I,
1: know that? Because I know you. Okay,
0: whenever I have someone come to the house and i'm and I need something done, and there' mm. always measurements are required, there's always a tape measure on hand. My bigger problem wasn't the loan tape measure. it was the fact that Bet would hire this girl for such a big job without ever being vetted.
1: not only vetted but she later in the episode when she's like, No, I know how to hang the art. You don't tell someone at a gallery how to hang art that's what their entire job is, is to show the art. She's like, what we need to do is get some scaffolding with some scrims. And I think that'd be a really great way to show this. And Beth's like, great, can you draw that up? I was like, what? (laughs) No way. Anyway, I'm jumping around, but this, I have a real issue with this uh, contractor. Uh, did Did Yelp not exist? No, of course not. That wasn't around. I wonder how many stars she would have gotten. She's, I just feel like, let's talk about this. Did Bet? Did she know she was going to ship the carpenter? No, she,
0: she tried to fight it the entire episode. That's I know, but she point.
1: invited her for a lunch. Well, that comes. And but, well, like, that,
0: no, no, no. You're jumping. That comes way later. I'm
1: not. She invited her for a lunch at the bar in front of her girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Remember, come by, swing by for on your, oh, sorry, on your lunch break, come by. Yeah, I don't know. No? No, Don't read into it. Too you don't much. think she knew the whole time? No. I do I not. I don't know, Kate. Do not. I don't know. I disagree. And what
0: does it matter? We're going to move on to Lenore. It matters. we to know- Lenore and okay, her flashback. Go ahead. Because Lenore, who's always embellishing reality, we learned that that flashback that we watched with the ogling men was Lenore. That's Lenore's story. Mm-hmm. They left her out. They, they left, left her, her out, out of the threesome. And the second those two girls
1: swam away from her, the men vanished. Exactly. And she was like, it was hot. So she's lying. She's trying to impress us. Or you. Must, we don't know. It
0: must be exhausting to be Lenore. And she's always trying to live up to this idea that she has for herself. And I know. But that's her. Heart. That's
1: the character. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Shane's, Shane's, background story i thought was the weakest i thought this was whack
1: i thought it was great let right. me tell you two things that i noticed
0: up, oh i'm gonna tell you it doesn't line up with her history number one she was in foster care i would have believed it if she was having a threesome oh. in like in the foster family that she was staying in but she oh, had damn. The, it looked like she had this like <laughs> idyllic childhood in the playground with sunshine it and lunch boxes what, what are you talking about she came from a broken home that's like her whole thing Oh, Kate, that's such a good point. And Eileen, I remember the girl, Eileen didn't like the girl they had cast for Baby Shade. Like the hair thing is funny, but it doesn't, Eileen's, and I said, you know, Eileen, it's funny, you hired this little kid with really long hair, because when I was younger, I had like a bowl haircut, and I was Mm -hmm. constantly being mistaken for a little boy, like, Mm -hmm. that was my childhood, I was always being called he. And, yeah, we um, have that in common. And, and she was like, you know, I didn't love the casting of that. I should have hired, you know,
1: someone that looked more reminiscent of you. I wish I'd seen a picture. Well, I would think so. Uh-huh. You know what I noticed? Mm. You had a Texas t-shirt on. So I was like, Kate's right. I bet Shane was from Dallas. Not from Dallas. I was wrong. It was from Austin. Oh, even better. Okay. But I was like, oh, Texas. Okay. So what was the, that's the only thing you gathered was the well, Texas tea? Yeah, I was excited that you were correct. About your character's history. Because you weren't sure. You're like, I think she's from Dallas. I don't know. Yeah, I just forgot. Yeah, you had Texas part. right. That's yeah. good. I still don't understand why you didn't have a little accent then. You must have hopped around to different states. Which is why. If you're raised in Texas, your entire you have an accent.
0: Yeah, I don't think she was. But that's why the background story is probably the weakest out of all of them.
1: I'm sorry that you didn't get a better flashback. Oh, it's fine. I know, but you're right. It could have been better. Could have been better. But hey, we're moving. You win some, you lose some. That's right, ladies. We can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this, or they're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game.
0: Honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them Pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it.
1: Okay, so then we are back in the car, and then well, Lenore,
0: you're drop' we're- the point of Lenore coming with us is that we're dropping her off along the way, and we finally get to Lenore's place, and she's
1: going on She starts on to on. launch into another story, and I'm like, get her out of the car and mm-hmm. throw her her bags <laughs> on the porch and we drive away
0: unloading the parent
1: mm. okay. I will say
0: though, I. I don't, I have certain memories of shooting this episode and that hotel that the the establishing shot was a really good stand-in for a Palm Springs hotel. When in reality, it was a hotel by the Vancouver airport.
1: It was literally in Richmond. It was in Richmond. That's what it was. And it was on the side of the highway. It was like a, not even a holiday inn. It was like a, uh, I don't know that, you know, like an econo lodge. I think mm-hmm. maybe it was something like that. And you see the mountains in the background, which I suppose could be. No, that's believable. There's, you can yeah, see there's tops yeah. when you go out there. Yeah. But those were, you know, the Vancouver mountains that we would snowboard for on. The first but, okay. time, for the first time, it worked. <laughs> and um, they set decked this entire place to look like one of those hotels. It was incredible. And it really felt like when you walked on the set, you're like, there it is.
0: And if you haven't been to, um, if you haven't been to Dinosaur before, the hotel lobbies do look like that.
1: Oh yeah, they nailed it. They really it did. It was so perfect. And I remember being excited, like they really got this right. And
0: the greatest moment, Actually, you know, I'm not going to say that because there are so many good moments in this episode. But one one moment that really sticks out to me is that we have the reveal of Meredith McGeechie uh, who plays Tanya. Tanya. One of the greatest characters, I think, in L history. And she's kind of forgotten about, you know, because we only had her for the what the first two seasons. And then by season three, I think she was gone.
1: But she really is so... She- fucking entertaining she she is so amazing at this role the way she comes in and just starts taking care of Dana as the most famous person that ever walked on the earth and is like eyes on the prize her delivery of every line is perfection I think that was the audition scene
0: oh you think so I do and it's a hard audition scene because you're talking to you know a group of people and your lines kind of you have to you have to kind of talk to the find different eyelines. Exactly. And then also remember your cues from all the other people in the scene. And she's driving the scene. But I can see that being the audition scene. And I can see why she got the job because she's outstanding. Oh, yeah. She's
1: outstanding. She's amazing. And Dana like loves it. Hook, line, and sinker. And and we all hate her instantly. And
0: I'm noticing what because it's a it's a you pretty much see a full body shot of all of us coming into the lobby. And I'm looking at Jenny's outfit. And it's like she it's like she belongs in that movie singles, mm, I really yeah, love she went her, like Kesher. yeah, she has that real good nineties throwback fashion, like that's her era mm-hmm. right now in the in the, in the show.
1: <laughs> I love watching Mia and anything because I remember explaining to Mia what Dinah Shore was, yeah, so it's almost like watching like Mia actually learn yes as. Simultaneously yes. to like Jenny learning exactly, <laughs> like fascinated, just always fascinated. And like, she was oh, and she wow. could not so, believe
0: this was a thing.
1: It was a thing. So people, exactly,
0: so lesbians go to Palm Springs for the weekend, and they all get in the pool
1: in their board shorts, and they yes, and they don't leave, right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we do that great uh, balcony shot where they kind of do that crane Again, shot over the entire pool. Another
0: amazing um, example of how beautifully they faked the Dinah Shore. That's all in Canada. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it looks like. You know, like you, you're you lucky if you get the the rooms with the balconies overlooking the pool. <laughs> right. Right. And we man- <laughs> yeah. these characters managed to score it. And then, yeah, like that famous Rose trochet crane shot. And- it was all fake and it was so and then real. i love we
1: go out into it to like experience it the you know the four of us we do some jello shots but then by the end of like the day i love that we're watching a movie like, i like I, that was exa- because we're the listen
0: i got trust me i have a whole thing on that because i thought okay. we're the only ones we're the ones who drive all the way out to all the way out to palm springs and everyone else is like getting drunk and hooking up and We're the three assholes watching TV,
1: (laughs) but I could relate. Same here, because it's exhausting. You go out, you do some of this stuff, and then you're like, "Are we really going to just stay immersed in this?"
0: Well, we've gone to Dinah Shore a number of times, and uh, you know, for appearances, and then exactly, you're exhausted. So by nine o'clock, you're like, "Ah, I'm going to turn in," and you like go upstairs (laughs) and you watch telly. Me, Kate, I get that these yeah. these characters i don't Me, get Lisa.
1: it i get that <laughs> those characters however i don't get it oh you thought they would have been out longer yeah like when did the three biddies just like, <laughs> like that's true you know <laughs> right and i was single you were no you had sherry you i was shane starting to fall in love. love with sherry and i know tina's you know still like you know recuperating but from. but it the- was her one night out you're right she should have really good point one <laughs> thing why did they do that
0: but what I do love um, in this episode, and I have this like written throughout the pages and notes I have, is that I felt the friendship throughout the entire season so far. It's very evident. And this just drives it home. And and I just love witnessing it because everyone feels so lived in and the friendships feel so lived in and authentic. Mm-hmm. It's And we were really friends at this point. I mean, we were all... BFFs with each oh, other, it was, yeah. So there was this sort of like shorthand and tossing things back to each other, and and um you know, for Rose Troche, it was like wrangling cats, but for us, mm-hmm. it was all coming from a place of like real, genuine love and affection that we have for mm-hmm. each other. And this oh episode really showcased it for me, and I got like it
1: did, and it I, felt like it kind of broke my heart. A camera and all of us. it broke my
0: heart. That was like such a special time in life, and and it was and and. I had such a vivid memory of it watching it. I know. Anyway, back to the adults.
1: Then we go. Well, before we go, we do this little scene at the table before we go up to watch a movie, um, talking about how you can tell a lesbian yeah. from a hundred feet away, mm-hmm. which I was really like. Is that okay?
0: I don't know. What did you a say? Is it a footer?
1: What you say? It's is it, her, is it her board shorts? Is it her mandals? Yeah. Is that is that what you said? I'll, yeah something like that. Huh. Anyway, something to think about. OK, then we're back at the CAC. I respect Candace's, first of all, that's the most unofficial bid
0: for a real legit job. She basically hands her a spiral notebook and it was like, here, I scribbled down my price.
1: Do You notice that? Yeah, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to design this the way I want to. And then but I, it's I, more money than the rest. But I appreciate her self-worth because she does that triangle. Right. I was. Yeah, I did learn. to I was like, I've never heard that before. Well, I'm going to do it next time I have to negotiate. You're going to use the triangle? Yeah. I can't wait. Can I be there?
0: Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make the lawyer do it. But I'm going to say, now use the triangle. Use the triangle. <laughs> It'll work.
1: Okay, so then, so the only person who goes out, uh, well, do we have anything to say at the CAC? No, it's just, you know, I think it's trying to establish that Candace is not intimidated by Bet
0: and that she can, you know, Level up to bet and bet is, I think, intrigued. I think, I think it's another element to make bet intrigued by this person because she does have self worth and she is.
1: Well, she's, she's kind of takes control of the situation, which bet always, that's the thing that kind of catches her eye. It's never the relationship she can hold on to. Yeah. But the women that come around and have sort of like, I don't know, they can just, yeah, they level up. Those are the ones that she's like, oh, because Tina's like, she's the wifey type. Mm-hmm. And that's what really, I guess, dynamically works with Bet, right? Yeah. Works well, but she's—it's like she's always craving that sort of equal, but it—it's not; it doesn't in long term really work out ever.
0: And then they go off. Bet invites her for some Cuban food. Good taste, by the way. Cuban food is great. But, but then they're talking about, yeah, Bet and Candace. They're their connection, they're, they're sitting there eating lunch and, and their connection actually makes sense. I think, you know, sometimes it's a little stretched out, but because Yolanda is their point of their, their, their mutual point of reference that, that sort of loose talk, I think gave enough of an impression where I thought, okay, it makes sense that these two people could have met that way and, you know, form this sort of connection at this point with each other. But, um, yeah. And then what's her face says she's from Brooklyn. And then Bet made so much sense when she said she was from North Philly. I had no idea.
1: I didn't. I wondered if that struck you.
0: It did. I was like, oh, now, now you make so much sense, Bet Porter.
1: Really? Yeah. Why?
0: It's a Philly thing. Meaning what? What does she. It's just a Philly thing. I just was like, okay, Bet. Sort of this, you know, cut to it. Really no bullshit. Sort of hard. Hmm. I just
1: she spoke to me like okay bet interesting Mm -hmm. (sighs) it meant nothing to me but i'm glad it well you're not from philly i know it just went over my head i i wish bet would have asked her about why she hangs her uh, tape measure like that you get really would have been my first question you get real hung up on the props why shouldn't i well it's not
0: i mean if you're getting hung up on the props the show's not doing its job
1: no, I think it has its moments and then it has little lapses. She also put it on the front of her jeans at one point later in the episode. Yeah, that's so, okay. Well, that's where I'm going to disagree. You can't do that. Exactly. All right. I got that one. So and then, it just felt a little phony. And Tina um, interrupts
0: that lunch. And Tina's- Yeah, with
1: a sweet phone call. And she's
0: finally having a good time.
1: And Bette acts, oh, I laughed because I'm like, okay, they have finally made a connection on a telephone. We're getting to witness it as viewers. <laughs> and what happens? They can't hear each other. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I can't. It's a bad connection. Whoa, what? Like, I was like, what is it with these two? Did you notice that Shane had her Chrome Hearts
0: bracelet on? No. So you know what that means. The prop <gasps> girl was just right off camera waiting to snatch it off my wrist <laughs> the moment they yelled cut.
1: Um, I didn't notice that. But I'm glad you got to wear it twice. Yeah. If however much they paid for it. Okay. So they're at the white party, which is a real thing. So the white party's which, a real thing. White party. Jenny does not dress up for the white party. Dana does. She puts on a white suit. Tina
0: doesn't either. Tina didn't get the memo.
1: Tina's not out. Tina's not watching a movie with us. No, we all go to the white party. Wow, you. We do. Yeah, should. <laughs> sure. you were just. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. We all go to the white
0: party, but the three of us retire early.
1: That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. At the top of this
0: thing, I'm telling you, the next shot, when you see all of us, we've arrived at the white party.
1: Right. We do a quick walkthrough. And the
0: point of the white party is you're supposed to wear white. It sure is. And Jenny's doing shots and she's doing her one woman show for the bar about her coming out
1: story. And that's that I thought was funny. Well, it's clever. It's like the whole episode's about, you know. uh, Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I do have a coming out story. You know who I wanted Jenny to hook up with? Mm. The woman who's sitting down talking to her. She got to talk like this. I thought she was cool. I liked her. You know, Mia
0: loved mimicking Marina in that whole. Loved. Loved it.
1: Of course. She's like, and this is what she did to me. (laughs) And she had an audience like, boo. ah." It was good though. Like, and you know, in, in Jenny's retelling,
0: There's flashbacks for Jenny's as well, because we cut back to the pilot when they meet and they have sex. uh, It was, you know, it was effective.
1: And then through the curtains, through the curtains, sheer white curtains, Anne Ramsey rounds the corner and watches Mia. And she's
0: recognizable. So, you know, that she's not going to be just a day player, you know, Anne comes from Mad About You, a league of their own. She's a whole line of credits. So a
1: huge line of credits. And she, Jenny catches her eye. She's like, this one, this one's interesting.
0: In this retelling of the whole Marina saga, she starts dissecting Marina's statement with a group of strangers, which is a, what was the line? I think, like, um, I think I could fall in love with you. I think that she was, and, and Jenny's tripping on that line. And, and everyone's agreeing with her, which is so much more validating to have a group of strangers agree with you as opposed to people that know you because strangers have no skin in the game. Yeah. And I'm happy for yeah. Jenny in this moment. Like she's finally feeling like she belongs somewhere.
1: Right. And they're agreeing with her. Yeah. How tricky the statement was. I think I could maybe fall in love with I you. I think I
0: could maybe fall in love with you. Yeah. And then she goes to call Marina and Ann Ramsey saves the day because Jenny doesn't know how to close a foot phone.
1: But- Did you think, like, the saving was something that caught Jenny's eye? Like, oh, someone came to my rescue? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? I don't know. I just was like, huh. Okay, so then we're back. Dana and Tanya. Tanya's escorting Dana around the hotel. People are trying to get her autograph. And Tanya's a (laughs) momager. Yes. She's like, that's not appropriate. Can you back up, please? Yes, (laughs) Yes, and be <laughs> it's, it's so great. And I think because Dana's never been treated like a famous, it's almost like when she was in the closet, she didn't get that much attention. And now that she you know, sort of became a gay celeb, right that she's getting all this attention. well, she's being made to feel special, I know, but that she hadn't before. like when we saw Dana's tennis career before she came out of the closet, it was it just seemed pretty regular.
0: Yeah. When we get back to the white party, there's a a tracking shot of Shane. And I only know it's Shane because of the wisps of flying hair from either side of her head is tracking Shane that then finds Jenny and Anne Ramsey. I don't think we know Anne Ramsey's name yet. Sitting down. And now it's they're just having a on one oh one conversation. And
1: I, you, I wondered this too. Why did you look over so like, huh? I doubt. Oh, no, that didn't bother me. I thought, oh, cool. good. No, Jen. I thought it's not foreshadowing your relationship with her, is it? No. Like, did you always find Jenny I, intriguing? I I'd come to realize this. How, how could it foreshadow anything when I didn't know? Maybe the writers knew and
0: it was in the thing where they said, please. We didn't really have the same writers from first season to season six. Oh. That's, not what, that's not what grabbed me. It was the fact that, I mean, this is a choice, but why did they make Robin, all things in the world, a trapeze artist?
1: You tell me. Can you, is that a a stable line of work? I wondered if that's what maybe kind of sparked the whole circus thing with Jenny.
0: Ooh.
1: Even so. It was so random. I've not once in my long life met one trapeze artist. Ever in my life. I did have a friend take a class, like one day. Yeah. But for a line of work. You know.
0: Right. The good thing, though, is at least Jenny's, like, you know, Anne Ramsey's character. Do we even know this character's name? Yet? Robin. Is she. Robin? How do you know it's Robin? Did she say my name's Robin?
1: I just know it from, you know the, it show. from the
0: show. I don't know if she's introduced herself. Why I do we care? Why do you need... Well, I'm calling her Anne Ramsey until I know Oh, what, I see.
1: What well, to- you can call her Robin because we know later she's Robin. But she, uh, you know, she's,
0: she's, you know, doing this whole... Um, you know she's equating trapeze work to self worth, and and she's not wrong about any of it. But one thing I liked about it is that Jenny finally has a cheerleader because mm-hmm. she hasn't had one since we met her.
1: How about this though? Do you take your career and when you're giving someone advice, really equate it to your acting? Wait, what? <laughs> like if you're trying to help somebody, uh-huh. are you like you know when an actor is in an audition room? you take the nerves and you, is it basically like she's taking her trapeze work and really bragging about it while she's trying to give help? It's like a, it's kind of like a narcissistic way of helping someone, I thought. Like, oh, you're really just talking about yourself.
0: Not really, because Jenny says, oh, I can't believe you do that. I don't know if I could ever do that. And I know, but you and, and, know what i and, and Anne Ramsey has, is, like, it's, it's shown that Ann Ramsey has witnessed Jenny's whole, like, you know, one man show she gave about 20 minutes earlier to the drunk bar. So Anne Ramsey's character. Yeah, she's like,
1: I'm going to spin it all together. I'm going to wax poetic about. Yeah. Like she's. Trapeze work. Well, Jenny
0: asked about it. Okay. Okay. It's it a... felt very scripted. It was scripted. Yeah. But it 100%. felt that way. Yeah, I get it. we get back to dana and tanya who's tanya's gotten dana back up to a room and and credits attacks her attacks her and this is where like tanya really comes into her own character yeah and she's you know she's at that level for the remainder of her time on the series
1: i can't believe i'm about to go down on dana fairbanks yeah and then she even says it it's like she has no embarrassment about who she is or what she's out to get no that's why i love her unapologetic Pure ambition. Like classic star fucking. Classic star fucking on Tanya's end. We're back at the hotel
0: with uh the Golden Girls, Tina Alice and Shane, which, like we said, is not far off from what we would actually do if we were there, when we'd been there. And we
1: were watching like an old timey of black and white. Were we? Yeah, we were really, and we were really, thought it was really funny. Just mm, Let's make it, maybe they did that to make it even seem more pathetic. Jenny rolls in. And for the first time, I really
0: like this for Jenny. She comes in with a smile and she's tanked and she doesn't hate herself. Poor girl's been hating herself since episode one.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm actually having a good time. I'm around
0: my people. Yeah. And then when we see Dana and Tanya, it's gotten further into their, their big night of passion. And Dana's just too inexperienced. To realize how insane and overwhelming Tanya is.
1: Yeah. She's just like, this is some nice attention. And then Alice calls and I love the way Aaron played this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. People. Definitely. <laughs> People. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like rolling. <laughs> so good. I also wonder, does Alice, is Alice now starting to get really jealous? I'm starting to think that at this point, we must have known. I like how
0: we're getting into like the like the minutiae of how Alice really feels when in
1: reality at the time you had no fucking idea no this is what I'm trying to tell you I think at this point they were probably like okay you guys because we only have two left I think they were like we're gonna have you possibly start feeling things for Dana because now it's getting a little obvious so you're saying that in the editing they got in there and I'm saying a few moments. in my performance, in my brilliant performance, I'm, kidding. I'm just saying you can tell I'm jealous. Okay. You can tell I'm starting, to, like, I'm annoyed with Tanya for sure, but I think it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Okay. Like Tanya obviously got in there quicker than anyone would have ever thought. I mean, she came out of the blue and by the end of the episode, she's Something we all have to deal with. Yes. It could be right. So I don't think Alice was expecting that, you know, to come into her life.
0: Okay. I buy that. It's
1: like she just, you know, ended it with Lara. hmm I just ended it with Lisa. Thank God. Yeah, but there's, I'm saying there's a gap. There's an opportunity. And Tanya really swooped in which I think starts making Alice feel things. Like, wait a minute.
0: When we get back to the room, um, we ha- I like the fireside chat with Tina. Mm-hmm. And what's great. The teeth brushing scene. Tina is trying to tell her coming out story and Alice fully bogarts it.
1: Oh, and it's yeah. incessantly She's like, uh-huh, interrupting I her.
0: And I love, <laughs> it was like art imitating life. And I love how Tina is like, I got it. Yeah,
1: I know. It's
0: really funny. (laughs) I mean, she can't, poor girl can't get a word in edgewise. I know. Alice always needs the credit. And also when we get to that origin story, um, hats off to the Kathy Opie uh, appearance.
1: Oh my God. Incredible. And all her artwork was hung. I know. And I remember being very excited to meet her that day. She's so rad. She's
0: amazing. She's incredible. Absolutely incredible.
1: Did, uh, did Alice have a labradoodle on her head? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all had wigs on our heads. It's quite obvious. Mine happened to be overly curled. It, I don't know. Was it
0: established that Alice and Bet were dating when yes. they met Tina? That wasn't clear no, to we me. Were
1: in, no, I, I said in, in the story that they were past the relationship and they were in the friend phase when Tina came along. We had already dated. Okay. We realized we weren't right for each other. Right. I know, worst couple on the planet, but...
0: Makes no sense.
1: At all. But, you know, a lot of things we've done in our past don't make sense. So that's what I chalk it up to. True, true.
0: And we go from that story and then it immediately cuts back to CAC, or as I used to call it, CAC. It's not. Well, nothing happens at CAC. It just goes. But it's a parallel like the like the parallel is interesting because it goes from Tina telling this origin story of those two being really taken in, in love with each oh, she, other. No,
1: I know what it was. The connection was that she forgot something. I was like, it's the oldest trick in the book to forget an exactly. item, which was Tina's earring. And Candace forgot something. I don't know if it was her tape measure, or what it was exactly. But she walked in. and was like, I forgot something. Exactly. How did you feel internally the whole time watching Bette go through this uh, thought process of having an affair with this woman? I was pissed.
0: I thought to myself, when is she going to cry? Because I know the tears are coming. Right. I was going to be.
1: You thought she was going to cry. I was just waiting. I was like,
0: there's going to be a moment where she's overwhelmed and she's going to cry. When is it happening? Huh. Okay. What did I think of it? I was, I was like,
1: let's go back to Dinah Shore. I
0: want to see, I want right. to see them have fun.
1: I guess I'm just not ready for the affair, but it's kind of, so. I'm fully ready for the affair. You are? 100%. Okay. So back at uh, the resort, you are in the greatest the nightmare of Kate Menick. You're in the hallway. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, this truly would be a, a nightmare with like 500 drunk women (laughs) banging into the walls and like tripping and you're like, hey, Sherry. But like, I felt it was just a personal Cape nightmare. Yeah, but the show hadn't come out yet. This was my big question. I'm so glad you remembered. Okay, not that you knew it. I was going to ask this, but when exactly did the show air? And what were we still shooting, if anything? Because weren't we still shooting no, when the show... No. Are you sure? Not even pickups or anything? I'm 1,000% sure. Okay, great. Okay, good. I wondered. I wondered. I... only thing
0: I got from that scene was that, you know, little Shane is vulnerable for the first time. We're actually seeing some vulnerability. a little
1: thing. And, I know, you're like a little tiny mouse. Yeah,
0: and she's... Finding that vulnerability with the wrong person. She sure and is. She doesn't
1: know that. No. And she's so I know, you're like a pu you you have like puppy love. Yeah, eyes. and she's
0: getting and she just and she's getting the brush off and she doesn't know it.
1: I know. And then there's just like debauchery all around you, which is so great.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will say though, I uh, again, because
0: we've been to Dinosaur many a times for appearances, the hallways do look like that. I know. It's chaos. I was there one, one time when I was there, I couldn't sleep because there was a party going on right outside of hall. my room.
1: Yeah, it's real. It was a very good. You can't good really go
0: out there and say, keep depiction. it down. Because it's like, you can't oh, no, do that.
1: Especially
0: now. Um, but I mean, that was. Oh, fuck you, Shane. Totally.
1: <laughs> Eat shit. I mean, Kate, <laughs> I hate the L word. <laughs> Show was crap. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> it's the next morning. But uh, well,
0: just, to, just to clarify, I think this is like the first seed where it's like, okay, little Shane wants to find her person too. Deep down. I
1: know. Deep, deep, deep down, down you down. always wanted to. Poor thing. I know. Anyway. Okay, so the next morning Jenny wakes up. He, obviously everyone has a hangover. I guess we were drinking while we watched the old timey. Um, I wake up to get some water. I look hungover. The door clicks. I push Jenny back down the That was a nice touch, bed,
0: throwing her back down. <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of that was. I did not even know. But it was good.
1: Because <laughs> I, I wanted everyone to look asleep so I could so I could jump uh, on I just, Dana. I
0: love the friendship in this episode. It really. I, know.
1: I don't even remember if, if Mia knew I was going to do that. I think I just did it. Well, she it went with it because she just stayed down.
0: <laughs> she, she just like, pushed her and she said, okay, I'll stay
1: here. Uh, Dana walks in after her one night stand and I jump on top and I'm like, tell me everything.
0: Oh, it was so cute. The whole thing. I love the kids together. And I know, I know. Um, then Bett and Tina are on the phone. I don't know what the fuck they're saying because I was too busy watching us I don't think they know what they're wrestle saying. in the background. Did they, could they hear each other? Do you other? remember that? I remember shooting that scene. And we yes. were in the background, and we were just pummeling each other on. I know. that king size bed. <laughs> I know, and we were getting really. into like what you
1: guys? We were getting really into it,
0: and we had to keep it down for sound. So, mm-hmm. rewatching it yesterday, I was just watching that. So, what those two were saying, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and then Laurel get, hangs up and runs over and just goes, "Dana." It
1: was really cute. <laughs> it was great. Um, okay, so then we finally pile back into the car. And guess who joins us? Tanya. Tanya
0: and Dana are going from zero to 100. <laughs> hands already. Within like a 24 hours time span.
1: I feel like that has happened to friends of mine. And I felt exactly the way Alice felt. I was just going to say, it's so reflective. Because, you know,
0: uh, you're in this relationship. And everyone in your life is dying because of it.
1: Yes. And you're unaware. Totally unaware. Like, oh, they must love this. They've always wanted me to be happy. (laughs) And and how quickly it happened is so also very realistic to me. mm -hmm. That can happen.
0: I do like how Dana's make or break, though, is Mr. Pedals.
1: Yes. Which is a foreshadow to what I'm... We can't talk about it yet, oh, but that's right. The way Tanya right. reacts ha, says how much she hates cats, and then does a full one eighty to like acting interested in cats was genius. But back to Dana
0: and and <laughs> Tanya. Aside from Mister Piddles, is everyone is just I like the rest of us are just eyeballing each other and just sucking our teeth. And trying to stay quiet. And I know that you and I both at separate times have made our collective group of friends pass away from the choices we've made with people.
1: <laughs> yes, we have. And I'm willing to bet those are the looks that we gave one another. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and how many phone calls would have to happen before a group intervention, like outing? Well, no, like something we were all going to do together in that said person would be there oh, yeah. how many side phone calls were made in preparation oh, for that yeah, and
0: how you're going to handle certain certain circumstances yeah, t- <laughs> and if it's an over if you're sleeping over that's a game changer because you know who's going to share the room and oh it's a whole uh, thing
1: what a nightmare so yes you get and I love how Tanya definitely is the driving force in this whole thing like holding her hand and forcing these like conversations of interest mm-hmm. so great so we drive away. Oh, I do tell a story about how I think Tanya stole some money. Yeah. I say she's a grifter. I don't trust her. No one really gets away from Dinosaur unscathed.
0: In no. one way or another.
1: I think you would have, yeah, that you would have had a really boring weekend if that were the case. And that doesn't really happen there. The whole episode, we're back at CAC. And Bet is a... The, sh- the shot is on Bette's face, and somebody comes around from behind her and uh, with her hands, wraps her hand around her, hands around her. And we're to assume it's Candace, and it turns out to be Tina. But Bet looks very happy to see Tina, like almost relieved, like, oh, thank God I don't have to go through this moment. Yeah. But I also thought, don't you know the touch of your girlfriend? No. Like I would know my girlfriend wrapping her arms around my waist to a stranger. Okay. You know, like imagine just put yourself there right now. Like if someone came around the back of you, wouldn't you know it wasn't Anna? Not always. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like energetically even. No, it's okay. It was a great moment. It, it, was, an a, it excellent was a great reveal. shot It was an excellent reveal. about the reality of yeah it. It. it was the reveal okay. that matters, and it was solid this episode, I mean, nothing It was short and sweet and also not long enough. It was like it was just the parallels were there. I
0: loved the interaction that we all had. I remember how much fun we had filming that and um. More fun than anything. And everyone just, like I said earlier, every character, like every all of us together, we just felt so lived in with one another because we were so much. And um, I just love it. And I love these group scenes. And it's the group scenes on this series that are the magic. That's the magic pill. You can't I go wrong agree with, you. with group scenes. Because everyone on this show has a purpose. Everyone is very specific every each one of these characters is specific. Right? And
1: yeah, but and, and together and we but all together make sense. we
0: make a whole and it's incredible. And I loved it and thank you Rose and Guinevere, you killed it.
1: So that was episode 11 12 on Hulu Looking Back.
0: Before we end, let's talk about tomorrow. It's a big day. Tomorrow's huge. We're going to do our first And I can't show. believe it's tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to do our first virtual show. Where everyone gets to see it's, what we do during these damn podcasts.
1: Yeah. And we can't edit anything out. Nope. It's all live. We're going to do more than just recap the show. Yeah.
0: We're going to, um, we're going to, we're going to incorporate our two themes that we've kind of honed in on in the last year, which is we're going to recap and we're going to do, we're going to do Q and A's. We want to,
1: but not just Q&As, we're going to invite people on to yeah, the, we're gonna, the live Yeah, so stage. don't be
0: shy. Like, you know, we'd like to see your face because we only ever get to hear your voices. We'd love to see your yeah, face. Yeah, we want to
1: meet, you, see you. We want to talk about these questions, um, see if we can really have anything great to say. Probably not, but, you know, give us a shot. We'll try then, our best. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, this is going to be a really fun platform to... Um, Engage with everybody and not just be a one-sided pair of pants here. Basically, the audience is the other leg in this situation.
0: Um, So we're excited. We're going to be recapping episode... What episode? 12. It is going to be episode 12, which if memory serves, we go to... Is the prison episode. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed it's not the finale, but whatever. Like, Who cares? I'm just excited to do it.
1: And then... We, we, uh, would like to just let you know that you can get the tickets, um, day of, you can get them today and they're on our social media. We're
0: going to have merch.
1: Oh, we're launching our merch. Yes, we are. We have t-shirts,
0: sweatshirts, and we're going to add to the, to the collection, to the collection as time goes by. We just really wanted to get this out for the live show tomorrow, um, and we hope you. And we'll show you. So we'll show you what it looks like. And we hope you guys have it's a big day. We just hope you guys have fun. We're excited to meet you. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Manig, and Nisha Haley, produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at the Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS, and graphics are by Love Fox.